Hey guys, it's Friday. Good morning um, for you, you uh, joining us live. Hello, how's it going? Coffee is good. Uh, today we were supposed to have Shishi. Do you guys know Shishi? It's at Shishi, S-H-I, S-H-I from Bitcoin Twitter. Shishi actually had to drop a few things and go help uh, help out his family this morning, but I, I need to troll him a little bit. Shishi is a fascinating uh, man. He's great in the regenerative mindset and proof of work. Uh, he's a he's a wonderful person. Uh, person to have in this space and we're going to learn a lot from him whenever we do do this broadcast but it will probably be early next week let's shoot for tuesday but anyways today is more of a texas slims uh, maybe a state of affairs i've got some a few announcements that we need to get out and there's a lot of uh, things coming down the pipe uh, we're about to pretty much start kicking off our summer here and one thing that we did in Kerrville is we gathered a lot of people and at that Kerrville conference I went around and I actually you know asked everybody you know their intentionality of why they came to this conference and everybody had the basically the kind of the same answer they just really wanted to be part of some change that's going on and that change, I think people are looking at food. The food intelligence narrative has been picking up steam. And by saying that, what we need to do is we need to really get structured with this in a way that people can kind of understand what food intelligence is. A lot of us, even me being close to agriculture and ranching my whole life, you know, I didn't understand the depths of the, basically the source of the seed of our nutrition and the the basically the manipulation and corruption that, I'm not saying it's intentional, but it has happened within our food supply, which has had direct effects on our health as a nation. Um, it's okay to take a step back and look at yourself and wonder, you know, why do I feel the way that I feel? You know, what is my consumption model? And, you know, I'll be start becoming more and more transparent as we move forward with the beef initiative and as Texas slim kind of, you know, he gets, <laughs> he gets his name. It's a cool name. You know, that's what Joe Rogan said. He goes, Hey, that's a cool name. It wasn't something that was purpose. It is a nickname. Uh, it's not, it's not a marketing ploy, but it is a brand now that we have to honor. And then we have to kind of move forward with, I want Texas slim and the beef initiative to be associated with basically food intelligence in a, in a, in a mission in a in a movement right now that is going to save some people's lives and it's going to it's going to harness into where I am as a man and as a person and as a as a father um and, you know I I'm, I'm not a I'm not a married man I'm a single man and that's why I get a lot of this freedom um the freedom that I have is basically it is to make the beef initiative a household name. It is to make the Texas Slim brand a household name in ways that is associated with basically right now, we're going to give the American ranchers a voice again. And we're doing it in a decentralized grass fed and grass fruit, uh, grassroots way. Um, once people start understanding kind of the, the structure of what's going on here, I think a lot of more people will kind of funnel into this this movement that we've got going on across the country. 
somebody asked me the other day is like, well, what is, help me understand what the beef initiative is. And the beef initiative is a lifestyle. It's a production. It's a, it's a way of sourcing pure animal protein from those farmers and ranchers that basically that's all they do. That's all they know is they love to basically supply pure animal protein. And they use animals to be land tools to regrow soil in the regenerative movement, of course. And there's a lot of farmers and ranchers that are waking up and they're coming over to a regenerative model. The protocol of regenerative farming and ranching is nothing new. It's how we got here. And that's what people really need to understand. We're not being some type of activist group. <laughs> we're not being anarchist. We're not being domestic terrorists because we want to regrow our soil, which basically has destroyed uh, the, an apparatus that has destroyed our soil. It is simple as that. And once you understand the history of, of our country, where we came from, from agriculture, from ranching, animal producing, you're going to understand that, you know, the beef initiative is really pointing uh, an understanding and awareness back to how our grandfathers got us here and they did it with strength and they did it with a decentralized mindset. You know, Bitcoin is a decentralized, you know, store value. It's a protocol. It's a ledger. It's property. You know, there's so many similarities to what land used to be or even with cattle themselves that you can look at the Bitcoin ethos and understand that there's so many similarities that we're bridging those gaps of understanding. Um is so start saying everything, you know, what the beef initiative is. I ask people just to, to look at it as a lifestyle change. It's a way that you can source pure animal protein. It's a way that you can help the American rancher out. It's a, it's a something that we're doing right now is we're, we're starting to advise people in the state of Texas, the beef initiative association, the council advisory uh, group that we put together. We are now actively consulting and advising people in the state of Texas that want to open up microprocessing plants. We're looking at uh, basically the mobile processing industry, what, what's out there. There's uh, there's so many different options in the state of Texas is one of the best places to pull this off. Processing is a huge bottleneck within the, uh, the delivery of our nutrition. As we all know, there's four major processors in the United States. They're basically a global corporation. Three of them are uh, truly f uh, funded and um, registered in the country of Brazil. Uh, within the last year, year, couple of years itself, I believe that industry has collectively probably been fined $250 million since 2018. Uh, one company is JBS. I mean, their their CEO was imprisoned in Brazil for basically bribing the Brazilian government, bribing the Brazilian president. And then a lot of those lobbyists that work for that company, uh, you know, were caught bribing United States politicians. 85% of your food comes from corrupt industry. It's that simple. They can come after the beef initiative, but all we're doing is speaking the truth. You can go and Google all this. You can use a different uh, search engine besides Google. Google is uh, trapped and it's a, just an index. It's nothing more. But anyways, we won't go into that technology stack. But what you need to understand is the way that you get your food is controlled by a corrupt industry. And so let's look at this. The beef initiative is a way to decentralize our food supply system, starting with pure animal protein. 
pure animal protein is what will allow you to survive. And once it allows you to have empowerment, it allows you to have clarity of the brain. It allows you so many different things. And as you see the war on meat picking up steam, what you're truly seeing from the processing centers that have been burnt through the last two years, I believe there's 26 now that's on a list that have had been fired, it fired up, um, damaged by fire, controlled demolition, whatever you want to say. I, I, it doesn't really matter. What matters is how are we moving forward? Well, within the beef initiative in the state of Texas, we're moving forward, hyper-localized. We're bringing in community and we're going to build the processing centers that were there just not even five decades ago. I came across a farmer and rancher the other day and he goes, do you realize how many processing centers in the state of Texas have been mothballed that are still there? It's not to say that those um, units could be leveraged and rebuilt, but it does speak of a pattern in an industry that was existing before the four major processors started taking over the processing industry. IBP, which uh, used to be a very big processing uh, apparatus here in the Midwest, especially Panhandle, Texas, they were bought out by Tyson. Whenever Tyson, a poultry processing industry, dipped their toe into beef processing, that created a lot of issues. Once again, consolidation of our food supply, one world food group, let's all eat the same type of food. Let's eat the same type of processed food. It makes it very easy for these global corporations to market and to basically spin propaganda and to say that this is the best thing for the planet and it's the best thing for your children because it's really not. And we know that. We know the statistics. We know the health of this nation is lacking. We know that we're metabolically bankrupt. Um, you know, you can't hide from facts and, it, you know, it, the the facts are coming faster and faster. You're starting to have mainstream media kind of catch on to this. Uh, I've seen a couple of things on, you know, Fox or, you know, CNBC or all these major mainstream media stations or, you know, let's look at the American rancher, you know, and they highlight one rancher, you know, and they make it into kind of like, cause you look at TV and pop culture right now, they make it look like it's, it's something that, you know, it's romantic and everything. Well, the beef initiative is not about one rancher. This is the collection of the American rancher coming through the beef initiative, having a voice again and saying, we're done. We're done being manipulated. We're done with the corruption. And we've got a protocol that is a vertical integration back into human health. It starts with the soil. It goes to the grass. It goes to the cow or the animal. Then it goes to the producer the processing center, then the supplier, then market access to you and me. That's a vertical integration back into human health being led by the American rancher. Everything I just said, we have proof of work. The beef initiative is functioning daily 24 seven, 365 with this proof of work. We know the grass, we know the soil, we know the cows all the way from the genetics of the cow. We know exactly what that cow has ba basically been fed, who has stewarded that animal, where it has been processed, how it was processed. There's a lot of different ways to process an animal. We do it humanely. We do it with cutting edge understanding of the cow. And then what we do was we become the supplier. Now that we're the supplier, we have created new market access that is decentralized, it is empowering the American rancher to be a part of this. 
they are starting to understand as far as the American rancher themselves and the consumer kind of collectively in a symbiotic way that there is a different way to do this. There is a different way to source your animal protein. We can look over our shoulders. We can look at our grandfathers and our ancestors and say, we're going to leverage off you because that's what you want us to do. That's what you're asking us to do. So we have to step up. We have to basically take precedence away from the people that say they have precedence over our lives. And we have to say, we're going to do it our way. Now we appreciate you. You keep on doing what you're doing, but we're going to circumvent around you. And we are going to basically become our own food supply. We're going to get back to the source of the seed of who we are. We're going to get some clarity of understanding of our history and what is moving forward with the manipulation of the food industry itself. Right now, you see a lot of different aspects of the food industry being manipulated. One aspect of that is fertilizer, fertilizer shortage. You know, fertilizer comes out of Ukraine, it comes out of Russia, it comes out of China. There's a lot of aspects of fertilizer that you have to put together from the chemicals to the ammonia to uric uric, uh, acid. There's so many things that go into fertilizer. If you have no fertilizer, you have no grain. When you have no grain, you can't have, you don't have any crops, of course, when there's no grain for a lot of the people in the animal protein market and industry, if you have no grain, those animals are not feeding, they're not being fed. Regenerative, basically, we don't have to worry about that. We have to worry about a little bit as a fertilizer. A lot of people do use fertilizer and certain types of compost to grow grass so they can feed, you know, larger herds. There's a lot of touch points to regenerative farming and ranching, just like there is a lot of touch points to the same people call it factory farming, monocropping, you know, everything that basically destroyed my grandfather's farm in the 1970s and uh, us losing our land in the 80s because of, you know, the the statement Eric Butts made in 1971, 72 is, you know, go big or go home, go monocrop, go monocropping, go fence to fence, or you're going to be out of business as a farmer and rancher. Well, we know where we are now. I saw a farmer the other day and it's not, it's not knocking farmers at all, man. It, it, it's not, everybody does what they have to do, but we have to bring some awareness and some clarity to the situation. A new farmer the other day was happy. They don't have any money. They're leveraged to the till and debt and they're on a $400,000 tractor and they're planting a crop. So <laughs> there is no ownership there. It's, it's a debt laden, uh, apparatus in which we function as far as growing our food. It doesn't have to be this way. They say we have to feed the world. Well, you don't feed the world by monocropping. You feed the world by teaching local communities how to understand a regenerative protocol that basically does a vertical vertical integration back into your health. And whenever you can leverage all the skill sets that we have within the beef initiative from farming and ranching, from processing to market access to distribution to logistics to payment sentence uh, to payment systems, then what do you have? You have something that starts leaning towards sound money, sound health, sound communications for a sound future. That's what the Beef Initiative is. Um, some announcements that we're going to move forward with today. Today is Friday, as I said before. 
July 22nd through 24th in Crawford, Colorado on Rick Ranches. And uh, Jason Rick, a lot of you guys already know who Jason is, Rick Ranches. We're going to have a, basically a two-day conference. It's going to be that Friday and Saturday. Um, we're going to have some campsites. We're going to have places to stay. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in the North Fork Valley of Colorado that you need to start looking at. You can do some searches right now. Later today, hopefully, we'll have the tickets being released, kind of, uh, you know, first stab at our tickets. We're going to sell out of tickets on this conference. And what we're going to try to do is I'm going to start devising a plan on how we can bring that conference to everybody across the world. I've got access to production companies uh, for future endeavors within the Beef Initiative and Texas Slim and everything that we're going to try to orchestrate this year in uh, 2022. By the end of this year, 2022, we hope to be somewhat of a household name, the Beef Initiative, and everybody that is involved with the Beef Initiative. It's just not Texas Slim. There's a collection of people that are getting together to make this happen this year. What I like to do in the very beginning, I think it was back in September of last year, I said, I'm going to go across this country and I'm going to shake ranchers' hands and I'm going to tell them, thank you. And I'm going to ask them to please teach me more, educate me. Let me give you some respect for the respect that is deserved. So hopefully by the maybe around June, um, I've got to pull off some stunts here. I've got to I've got to get some funding. But what I would like to do is go across the country and starting sometime in June and go across the United States and start meeting these ranchers and shaking their hands and asking them how we can help them the beef initiative and everybody out there that is listening to this, that is tuned in, that has pointed their compass towards this vertical integration back into human health. I want them to have a voice. And the best way to do that is to put the boots on the ground and to go hit this country and show people what's going on out there, not make it overly produced. This will be kind of a, like a, you know, I hate to use this word. I'll get in trouble. Gorilla filming. <laughs> I remember the days of, uh, you know, Jackass and the movie, the slacker with Richard Linkletter. There's a lot of ways you can go out there and do a, a production. Well, we got a YouTube channel now. It's not the best, but it's up and running. Uh, we've got a producer behind the scenes right now, Logan. He's doing a great job. We've got a team of people that are going to help out do this. I don't mind sleeping in my truck. I don't mind camping out. And so what I'm going to try to do is get out to this country and start shaking some hands and kind of put my money where my mouth is because uh, a lot of people telling me I can't do this. And so when somebody tells me I can't do it, you just made a mistake. (laughs) I pretty much finished what I start. And, uh, and if if you know me dearly, you've known me for a long time, you you don't question me. And um, that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm proud of in a good way in a holistic way, in an honest and truthful way with a lot of humility. Um, way I was raised, you finish what you start. So here we go. So if we sell a lot of tickets, what we're going to try to do is live stream this event. I'm going to ask for help. I haven't asked for a lot of help up to now, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to build ways that people can contribute and we can make this happen. In time we end up in Colorado, Crawford, Colorado on July 22nd through 24th, we're going to have the world's attention and we're going to have speakers there. Right now we've got some great speakers and I'm going to give Twitter handles. So everything's going to have an at to it. So let's start off with at Econo Alchemist. 
he's going to be a speaker. You want to talk about privacy, security, and some mining? You're going to go to uh, Econo. We're going to have two wonderful ladies that have really kind of stepped up their game in the Bitcoin space, and they do something called Plan B. Plan B, what is that? Well, go check them out. We've got um, we've got Katie the Russian, and we've got Jessica at Plan B in Twitter. So do a search there. It's I believe it's at Katie the Russian, and then at Jessica. I apologize, but if you just do a general search, they are going to be on a panel, and we're going to bring some stuff about home birthing, uh, homeschooling, uh, second passport. If you don't have a, a second passport, is 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 as important as knowing your rancher. So we're going to bring that discussion into the panel. We're going to have a lot of uh, really based families that are, you know, their parents, they're just maybe new parents or some experienced parents that have had, you know, have to go through a couple of decades of this, of what we're facing right now. So we're going to have a fantastic panel. We're going to have two young guys. You got, you guys know, um, at Salosa or Salazzo, sorry, and uh, at Clemenza. These guys are really blowing up. They're coming from proof of work. They've overcome some things in their lives as far as maybe nutritional, you know, depletion or some illnesses, and they went animal protein. You know, they're not all carnivore and all that. I really don't discuss carnivore or keto or all the paleo, I believe it is. (laughs) I I eat beef, damn it. And I eat bacon and eggs. But anyways, that's for everybody else. We're going to have some uh, additional speakers that we'll be announcing. Right now on this channel, we're releasing everybody that did speak at the Kerrville conference from Cole Bolton to Dr. Mary Kerr to the panel discussion. We're going to have, of course, Parker Lewis. We're going to have Jimmy Song. We're going to have Teresa with Flipcat. We're going to have Michael with Oshi. Uh, We already had Mary. We have uh, a couple of uh, interviews that happened at the end of the conference that we're going to start releasing. We'll be releasing these uh, segments of the uh, conference weekly and just pay attention. Come along because all this is, is, is the roadmap to Colorado. And once we get done with Colorado, and I just confirmed this morning, uh, I got an email about five minutes ago. We will be having a conference in Bluffton, Georgia at White Oak Pastures. Will Harris and his team have agreed to partner up with the Beef Initiative, and we will have a conference there. And it is confirmed that Adam Curry will be one of the headline speakers in Bluffton, Georgia. That's a long ways away. What we have to do first and the biggest thing to do to really understand is you need to come to Crawford, Colorado. You need to be a part of this conference that we're going to have in Crawford, Colorado at Jason Rick's Ranch. Jason, as a lot of you know, is a first generational rancher. He's a, he's an ex-Marine. He's an ex-coal uh, uh, miner. He's got proof of work his whole life. He's one of one of the best guys I've met in a long time. Two of the best people, and this is not discounting everybody else, but I got to highlight the ranchers. Two of the best people I've met, three of the best people I've met are the producers now that I use. Cole Bolton, Justin Trammell here in the Panhandle, and Jason Rick in Colorado. You want to talk about having peace of mind, and I have no anxiety about food these days. I have no worries. This is a lifestyle, people. You need 
to point your compass this direction. And you need to help us crowdsource this open source collection of information that's going to help people and it's going to save lives and it's going to help save some ranches. And so whenever we can all collectively understand what is going on here, quit trying to label the beef initiative. The beef initiative is you. You are this. This is what this is about. This is decentralized collection of like-minded people that are making a change. This is grassroots, grass-fed. This is not Amazon. This is not Target. This is not Walmart. This is not Butcher Box. This is not uh, Whole Foods. You know and you will know a protocol that basically is feeding your mind and your body and your spirit. That goes for your children, too. Don't forget about the bone broth challenge that we're doing right now with Cole Bolton and Mary Care. Go to beefinitiative.com. You can sign up for the bone broth challenge. Challenge, uh, I don't like to call it a fast. I like to call it a cleanse. I've been doing them since I was in my 20s. I wrote a piece the other day. It was a really short piece. But one of the first times I'd done a fast before or a cleanse before, but I rode a motorcycle across Thailand once and I'd met a lot of fascinating people. And I did a fast cleanse over in Thailand. And the talk about every time I've ever, that one I believe was seven or 10 days. I can't remember. But every time I've ever done a cleanse in my life, the first time you go into one, yeah, you're going to be nervous. You're going to have anxiety because you don't understand that your body can survive. We need water, but we can go without food for a while. And whenever you go without food, you're giving your body a break, man. Think about that. 24-7, you're making your geo track, GI track basically work over time. The more processed food that you put through that GI track through your whole system, you're making it run on a high rate treadmill and it gets worn out when it gets worn out it doesn't really have time to take care of you the person doesn't have time to take care of your mind body and spirit it's basically shoveling coal that you don't even get to benefit from and, and what it does it you know a lot of the processed chemicals a lot of the processed sludge that we are consuming in our consumption models this day starting with food is is something that is not good for you anymore and it's just the truth. And so you eliminate a lot of those uh, those those uh, fake commodities out of your digestive tract. You're you're going to think differently. So a bone broth fast or cleanse is basically the best way to get going. So get on that. Don't be afraid. Everybody's going to be doing it. I think we have over 300 people right now that have signed up for it, which is pretty good. We haven't marketed this. We just you know, it's been word of mouth. So tell everybody about it, sign up for it, and we'll do it together. And if you don't have access to bone broth, just go get some grass-fed bone broth. You can buy it on Amazon. Here we go, Amazon. Uh, Kettle Fire is a good one, and then we've got some recipes, and we'll be doing a lot more this week. That's next Friday, so we got a week. And uh, one thing that uh, Mary Care told me the other day, she goes, you know, the best thing you can do before a fast, and it'll help people understand that they won't suffer as much, is fat load. And what she means by that is animal fat. So if you got a lot of grass fed beef that you want to just kind of enjoy the night before or even the day of the fast, because we'll probably start in the afternoon, it's the best time to start a fast. You can load up all day and all the fatty meat that you want, and that will carry you over. And then when you can have coffee, you know, put, put some great butter in your coffee, ghee, you know, there's a lot of things that you'll understand after that 48 hours, you're going to be thinking differently. 
you're going to, you're going to understand you got some clarity of your mind and then your spirit's going to get a little bit better. You're going to understand come Sunday, starting out the week that you're a different person. I challenge you. I guarantee you, I, I've done this and is last time I did a 10 day fast, the next two years of my life was some of the best times of my life. And it started with that fast. So I'm done doing that. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a health nut. I'm just a small, small town, Texas boy that has had a fortunate life and likes adventure and meeting wonderful people as you, you, everybody that's coming along so far within the beef initiative. One thing that I will be doing also, I'll be going down to Austin and Central Texas at the end of uh, May, around May 20th. If you guys are going to be down in Austin, Texas, we're going to be doing some filming down there and we're going to be doing some filming for the Beef Initiative and we're going to be doing some filming with uh, Cole Bolton, KNC Cattle. We're going to be making some announcements and it's going to have to do with this, being able to obtain cattle, being able to process at cattle being able to have market access to where you don't even have to watch TV anymore. You don't have to go to the supermarket. So these, these, those four touch points is what you really need to kind of point your compass to follow along. I promise I will give you the content. I will give you the information. I'll be doing a lot more of these broadcasts uh, because it's the most effective way for me. It'll get people coming into the YouTube channel. Uh, whenever we start migrating over podcasting 2.0, this will be a gradual process. That's where we are going. We are going to develop a, a lightning node. I'm, I'm doing some talks right now with some people in the industry of getting some nodes built. Uh, we're looking at the Bitcoin payment processing. That's always going to be evolving. We're in a transformation within transformation. There becomes adoption. There's so much that's happening right now that we cannot high time preference anything that's going on this year. This is a step-by-step -step process and it's a step-by-step -step process doing the vertical integration into our human health again. And we're using decentralized protocol we're using decentralized communications as much as possible, and we're using decentralized food systems that we're building and innovating right now. And you're part of this, so be a part of it. Come join us. Come be a part of everything that we're doing. You don't have to ask permission to do what we're doing, and we're going to put our foot down, and we're going to start demanding that we have good animal protein in our lives again, and we're going to do it with authority so don't be afraid don't rent seek into this don't be a fanboy or a fangirl come prepared and we can we can all make this happen and we can do it together i'm going to start having fun on wednesdays wednesdays at noon we are going to bring you the cowboy bitcoin cattle report and what is that going to be well that's going to be texas slim talking to american ranchers who better to hear about the ranching industry and the food manipulation and corruption that is ongoing 24 seven in their lives, except the American rancher. So get prepared. These are going to be fun. We're going to start off with some of the ranchers that are already in the beef initiative. It will be live. And I remember growing up on the AM radio every day at noon, you had the, you had the cattle report came from the stockyards and we had big stockyards in Amarillo, Texas. So it's pretty fascinating. So I'll try to see if I can get my voice and my um, delivery of articulation kind of up to the old cattle report of days gone by. Uh, I've got some practice to do, but this is going to be kind of a fun game that actually probably evolves into something that'll be pretty effective for us. And we can really turn off the noise of everything that the mainstream media brings to everybody and everybody loves to parrot every day. We're going to we're going to tune those guys out. We are the distraction. 
We are the ones that are going to make the change. We don't have to ask for permission anymore. And we're going to do it in a decentralized way. We're about sound money, sound health, sound communications for a sound future. So let's all do this together. Come shake my hand. I'll be in Austin. Then hopefully after that, I'll be across the country. And July 2nd, I'm ending up in Colorado. Jason Rick is inviting all of us to come hang out at his ranch and show what proof of work really means. God bless. You guys have a great weekend. Uh, We'll be talking to you soon. On that note, peace. Here at the Beef Initiative, we encourage all you ranchers out there to tell us who and where you are so we can let everybody know they're looking for you. This time I'm shouting out KNC Cattle out of Austin, Texas. KNCCattle.com. Cole, he's a fourth generational Texas rancher. He knows what he's doing.